Father, we thank you tonight. We give you glory. Tonight is your night, O Lord. Let your will be done. Spirit of God, come and take dominion. I cannot do on my own, but I need you, Lord, to fill me. I need you, Lord, to use me. I need you to speak to me. Let your mission be revealed to me tonight, O Lord, unto your children. I thank you, I magnify your holy name. I worship you for your greatness and your mercy. Thank you for opening every heart to receive your word. Thank you, Lord, for the miracle, the signs and wonders that are about to release upon our face tonight. I glorify your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Oh, Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Holy Spirit is the only thing we need in our life. Hallelujah. Amen. Without the Holy Spirit, everything you do on earth here will not be complete. Your life can never be complete without the Holy Spirit. When we get married, without the Spirit of God involved in your marriage, your marriage will not be complete. Things will not progress as soon as it must progress. So we need the Holy Spirit in our life to be involved in everything we do. To be involved in all our doings. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a, it's only the Holy Spirit that can lift your life higher. It's only the Holy Spirit that can promote your life. So you need the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. You need the Holy Spirit more than ever any other thing on earth here. You need the Holy Spirit to help you. Christ, when Christ was going, said he would give us a helper. And that helper is the Holy Spirit. So when you don't have the Holy Spirit in your life, you lack helper in your life. So you need the Holy Spirit to help you in all your doings, in everywhere you go. You need the Holy Spirit to help you to make good decisions in life. You need the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. So tonight, you need the Holy Spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit to fill you. Allow the Holy Spirit to use you. Allow the Holy Spirit to work through you. You can't do it on your own. If you can do it on your own, like the Holy Spirit will not come. But because you cannot do it, because your strength cannot do it, because your school cannot do it, the Holy Spirit has to come so that it can help you, so that He can transform your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah chapter 11. 1. Down was amen. amen. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his root. Amen. amen. There shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. He said, In the house of Jesse, I say, I want Jesse a rod will come forth from there. I say, 
Hallelujah. Amen. When you look at the house of Jesse, it's a very small house with no respect. That there's no honor there. But Bible said a rod will come out from there. Something great will come out from there. God is trying to tell us that no matter how small you are, no matter how people don't respect you, something good can come out from you. Hallelujah. Never look down upon yourself. That I'm from this house. I'm from this family. So nothing can come out from me. Said Jesse's house shall come out of a road. He said it will shoot up and it will bear fruit. Hallelujah. Don't see yourself as a barren person. That nothing can come out of my life. That nothing good can protrude out of me. Have faith in God. Believe in God. Believe in the Holy Spirit. That no matter how small you are, no matter how people don't respect you, no matter how your family is, something good can come out from you. Hallelujah. But anytime you look down upon yourself, that I'm from here, I'm from here. I never went to school. I can't speak English. I can't do this thing. I can't do this thing. When you look down upon yourself, nothing good can come out from you. Hallelujah. So never look down upon your life. Nathaniel was asking, can something good come out of Nazareth? Because in that Nazareth, nothing good have come. Nothing good have come out from that place before. Hallelujah. Amen. So he was asked whether something good can come out from there. So Isaiah was prophesying that something great will come out from the house of Jesse. And that thing came out of Nazareth in the house of Jesse, which was Jesus Christ, the great death of all, the one who came to save us. That house was no respected house, but something good came out of there. There's no respect in your life, but just believe in God that something good will come out from you. Just trust in Jesus. Just trust in him. And give yourself to the Holy Spirit. And allow the Spirit of God to take over. And believe that something will come out of you. Believe that your life will not be the same again. When the Holy Spirit takes over your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 2. And the Spirit of God shall rest upon him. And the Spirit of God shall rest upon him. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll read the message Bible. Say, The living Spirit of God shall hover him. The life giving Spirit of God. The life giving Spirit of God shall hover over him. 
Hallelujah. Amen. There's a life-giving spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. You need that spirit in your life to give you life. When God created man, which was Adam, the first man, he was lying down lifeless. There was no life in him. He can't move. He can't do anything. God had to breathe that life-giving spirit into him. Before Adam should become a living soul. Before he can move. Before he can move step in life. God have to breathe life-giving spirit into him. For him to become a living being. For him to become unique on itself. For him to become unique. For him to become like God on earth here. For him to become like God on earth here. God had to breathe his spirit upon him. And a thank him that this man sinned. That his seed was cursed. Sin came upon his seed. That all his seed became sin. So from all the children that Adam gave birth to, everything became sin. All the human being became sin. So God has to bring another man who have no sin to come and change our life. And before he can bring that man to come and change our life, no human being can give birth to that man. Because when human being give birth to that man, that person will be a sinner. And a sinner cannot save a sinner's life. So God has to use the Holy Spirit to come upon a woman before that woman to conceive of the spirit which have no sin to come on earth here to come and save our lives. So Jesus Christ before he can come on earth here he don't need any man because when man give birth to him our salvation will be unquestioned. So a holy man someone who is holy with that sin which is the Holy Spirit have to come upon that woman for the woman to bring the Savior on earth for us. So Jesus Christ was born of the Spirit with that sin for him to come and save our life. Hallelujah. Because when sin attaches life the whole world will be in sin again. That's why all the great prophets who came even Moses a powerful man of God Abraham they could not save our life because they were sin in their sin because they were born out of sin so a holy man have to come and save our soul have to come and deliver us hallelujah that's why before you can be born again it takes the Holy Spirit to change your life. Hallelujah. Amen. But no one can say that Jesus Christ is Lord. 
No one can say that Jesus Christ is Lord except by the Spirit. So before he became born again, he took the Holy Spirit, the person without sin, for him to change you, for him to convince you, for you to change your mind, for you to come to Jesus, for you to come to Jesus before he can wash you. Without the Holy Spirit, you can never be born again. Without the Holy Spirit, you can't come to Jesus. Without the Holy Spirit, God cannot save you. So you need the Holy Spirit to give birth to you, to bring you forth, for that life-giving spirit to manifest your life. You need the Holy Spirit. So when Christ was going, he said, I don't leave you helpless. When God created man, he gave man a companion. That is Eve. And Eve was, Satan was able to deceive Eve. And sin came into the world. That sin came into the world. So when Christ was going, he saw that when he gave us another man again, human being will sin again. Who will be deceived again. Say, so I don't leave you alone. I'll leave you another man. A comforter. The spirit of truth that he will be with you. So when the Holy Spirit is with us, Satan cannot deceive us because he's the spirit of truth. And the more he's with us, the more we walk in truth. The more he's walking with us, the more Satan cannot deceive us again. So we need the Holy Spirit upon our life to be with us. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is all you need in life. Hallelujah. So Christ has to give us the Holy Spirit for that for us to have life. For us to have the divine life of God. To manifest stronger in our life. So that we will not walk in flesh again. So that we can walk in the Spirit. So that we can be like God. So that when we speak, we will speak the mind of God. We will not speak the things of the world. But what will come out of us, that what will come out of us will be things of the Spirit. And because Christ was born of the Spirit, Anytime he speaks, he speaks spiritual things, deep things. That the scholars, the pastors, that the pastors, the, the old, the priests who were there, they were not able to understand. Because all what he was speaking, he was speaking of the Spirit. Because they were not filled of the Spirit, they could not understand him. They were speaking carnal things. The church was operating in carnality. Except one, one of them that was filled of the Holy Spirit. That was moving the church forward. 
The rest of them, they were in the flesh. So Christ has to come and fill the church. You have to send the Holy Spirit into the church. That the church will not work in carnality again. That will be filled with the Spirit. And live by the Spirit. And walk by the Spirit. Amen. He said, the Spirit that brings wisdom. We all need wisdom in our life. If you don't have wisdom in your life, things will destroy your life. But in all that getting, get wisdom. He said, wisdom is a principal thing. Amen. It's the main thing we need on earth. So we need wisdom in our life. I say, you have to get wisdom. If you don't get wisdom, you walk in foolishness. Hallelujah. We need wisdom in our life. Wisdom that will carry your life forward. Wisdom that will save from a wasteful life. Hallelujah. Amen. People were having millions of cities in their account. But because they lack wisdom, today they are filled. Never lack wisdom in your life. You need the spirit of wisdom to work mighty in your life. And wisdom is spirit, spiritual. People have gone to school. They've created, they've done a lot of big things. But they are still fools. Because they lack wisdom. But say in we have to wisdom is the principal thing. So get wisdom. You have to get wisdom in your life. Allow God to fill it with wisdom. There was a man called Daniel. This man was ruling. He was taking dominion because he had wisdom. Hallelujah. Four different kings came. And still, this man was still ruling, including the great Nebuchadnezzar. He was still ruling. The man was wicked. He was doing all kinds of bad things. But when Daniel came into his life, because of the reason that he carries, he changed the man. Hallelujah. Amen. You need wisdom to change things in your life. All the kings were coming and they were dying and they were going. But Daniel was still there. Because he carried wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. It takes the wisdom of God for you to stay at a place for long. If you don't have wisdom and you don't operate in the wisdom of God, you can't stay for, for long. You can be cut short. So you need wisdom in your life. God has to give you wisdom. Hallelujah. The man was operating the higher wisdom. The spirit of excellence was found in him. Daniel 6 2. He said he had the spirit of excellence. Hallelujah. God bless him. 
that all his peace was full of wisdom. All what he does was full of wisdom. People were hating him. But because of his wisdom, he was able to stay. He did not run away. He applied wisdom. And he became victorious against the people. Anytime we apply the spirit of wisdom in our life, demon will surround us. Powers will surround us. Enemies will surround us. But we shall overcome. Because we have wisdom. But if we lack wisdom, you will run away from your blessing. There will be blessing waiting for you. But because you lack the wisdom of God, you will run from your blessing. You will neglect your blessing and go away. May God bless you with the spirit of wisdom. May God fill you with that spirit. That from today, your life will be full of wisdom. The wisdom from above. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. If any man lack wisdom, so let him ask me. Let me ask. Then it shall be given to him. So, wisdom can be acquired. If you ask for it, God will give it to you. So, anytime you lack wisdom, anytime you say that there's no, what I'm doing, there's no wisdom in it, you have to ask God. For he's the giver of all wisdom. He can give to you when you ask for it. When you seek for the wisdom of God, God can release it to you. So always let you ask for it. Always seek the wisdom of God. And God is ready to give us anytime we ask for it. Because you cannot get it in school. You can't get that one in school. It takes God to give to you. So always seek the wisdom of God. That He can give it to you. Hallelujah. And the spirit of understanding. Amen. We all need understanding spirit in our life. If you are doing something, then you don't understand what you are doing. You will fail totally. Hallelujah. You have to understand that understanding spirit how to be released upon your life. And those who understand things, they are always lifted up. Amen. They promote them easily. 
Because they understand. Hallelujah. So when you don't understand whatever thing you do on earth here, when you are doing the thing, you not do it well. When you don't understand church, when you are coming to church, you don't come well. Until we get understanding, your church will be some way. Hallelujah. Amen. We need the spirit of understanding to feel us mightily. For us to walk in that understanding, the deep understanding of God, for us to walk in it, you need understanding. When you are reading the Bible and you don't understand, you will not bear fruits. It will not bear fruits in you. It will not grow in you. Bible talk about the sower. Said they were waiting for on the good land. That the people who understood the word and the word grew and it grew and it became and it bare fruit in their life. So when you come to church and they preach and whatever they are doing in church they are doing fundraising and you don't understand what they are doing and you are just there it will never bear fruit in your life. So you have to get understanding. That's when you come to church that's when you must put everything aside. When it's time for the word of God that's not the time for joking. That's the time that you'll be talking to your friend. For you to bear fruit, you have to open your ears and get deep understanding and get deeper revelation. If you come to church and they preach and you don't understand, you have to seek the pastor or someone who get underst who got understanding that message for the person to teach you. Other than that, your church coming might be wasted because who, the reason why you came you don't get understanding it. So when you came, you came empty. And when you were going, you were going empty. No understanding. We need the spirit of understanding in our life for us to understand the word of God. Hallelujah. For us to bear much fruit in our life. For our life to progress. Amen. Amen. Bible talk about the friend of Isaac. He said they were the men of understanding. First Chronicles 12, 32. He said they were men of understanding. And they understood time and season. Now time. And they made them the chief of all their brethren. Until you get understanding, there are some positions that will never be given to you. You need understanding to go there. Because they understood time, they made them chief among all their brethren. Hallelujah. They understood their time. 
You have to learn how to understand time. We are in a season now. If you don't understand this time, you'll be missing out things. When you don't understand this season, you'll be failing in life. Even in planting, there are seasons that we plant. There are seasons that you never plant. If we don't get understanding of the time and season, you'll be failing in life. There are seasons that you have to pray. They are seasons that you have to go to fasting. They are seasons that you have to leave your business aside and seek the face of God. If you don't understand this season and you possessing yourself all, you'll be failing. Because Joseph understood the time and season. When Pharaoh had a dream, he was able to interpret it and told him that this season, these seven years, there will be abundance of food. So let us use this time wisely. Let us, this season, business will grow speedily. So let us create more business now. And he understood again that there's a season coming of seven years that there will be farming, that business will not grow, that things will be difficult, that things will not progress again. So he told them about that season that prepare for this season because he understood the time. For able to save many lives. If you don't understand this season, that we are in the end time, you'll be messing up with your life. You'll be joking with your life. And you'll go to hell. Understand this time. That this season, we don't joke. That this season, we seek the face of God. That this season, we give ourselves to the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit will fill us mightily. If you don't know this season, you'll still be in the world. And be waiting. And it will be too late for you. Allow the spirit of understanding to fill you mightily. He said, In all thy getting, in all thy getting, get understanding. So, upon all your money that you have, upon all the money you have, all the beauty that you are building. Get understanding. But if you lack understanding, all the building, all the money, all the things that you are boasting yourself on, everything will disappear from you. Get the understanding of the Holy Spirit. Allow Him to fill with understanding. Amen. And the spirit of counsel. Amen. Amen. The spirit of counsel is the spirit of direction. Same of direction. You need the spirit of counsel in your life. Direction. 
We need God to direct you. When the spirit of direction is not in your life, you'll be making mistakes. You'll be failing. God always directs our path. But sometimes we don't listen. We don't allow the space of of counsel to move us. So when we are doing something, sometimes we do the thing finish before we go and cry. That why did I do this thing? God, you are watching me before I was going to do this thing. But you never sought for direction. Nobody counseled you. Even when the pastor wanted to see you, when he was counseling you, you were saying the pastor is jealous of you. We are in the modern Ghana. And you are jealous of me. You want me to go to the olden days, archaic things. God was giving you direction. But you refuse it. Allow the spirit of direction to cancel you. Allow him to advise you in life. Give yourself to him. And when he cancels you, there's no way you can feel. Hallelujah. Allow him always to be your direction. Let him show you the way. In the book of Revelation, 2.11, say, let everyone who have ears, let him listen what the Spirit is telling the church. Hallelujah. The Spirit always comes and speaks to the church. He come and direct the church. But do we listen? Do we obey him? Do we follow the steps? Allow that spirit to fill you mightily. To direct you to the path. The Holy Spirit is the only one who can direct you to the path, the best path. The only one who can cancel your life. Hallelujah. Sometimes the Holy Spirit directs us that don't go this place. Where you are going is hell, it's destruction. Don't go. But because our spirit is weak, we've, uh, we've brought ourselves down. We don't allow the spirit to fill us mightily. We don't hack it to the direction of God. God always speaks. But how do you hear? He said, those who have ears, let them listen. Everyone is having ears here. But do you listen? You need the spirit of counsel and direction. The spiritual ears to hear the voice of God. You can easily misquote the voice of God easily. You can misquote it. Amen. Because there are many voices. I thank him that God was calling Samuel. He called him first and said, Samuel. He went to Eli. That you are calling me. Eli said, I did not call you. God called him again. He went to Eli again. The third time. God called him. So Eli has to show him the voice of God. For him to be able to identify the voice of God. 
He has to cancel him about the voice of God. Always humble yourself under the counsel of God. For you to hear his voice. But that God will be speaking. And you will never hear. God was speaking. But someone never knew that it was the voice of God. Until he was cancelled. Hallelujah. So always learn to identify the voice of God in your life. When you want to travel, go on your knees. Allow the spirit to cancel you. When you want to marry, allow the spirit to cancel you. When you want to live to another place, allow him to cancel you. When he don't cancel and direct you, you end up in destruction. Amen. Always allow him to show you the right path. Amen. He said, the spirit of knowledge. The spirit of knowledge. Amen. We all need knowledge in our life. Lack of knowledge, my people perish. If you lack knowledge in your life, you will perish. Amen. He said, the spirit of the fear of God. Hallelujah. Amen. We have to have that. That faith is important in our life. If we lack the fear of the Lord, you will never have wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm saying, because that's the foundation of wisdom. Say, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So if we lack that wisdom, the fear of the Lord, sorry. We never have wisdom in your life. Let you fear the Lord. Allow the Spirit to fear Almighty. That you will fear Him. During a time when we go to school, when we are late, we are afraid. We are in hurry. Because they will kill us. The teachers will discipline us. But in church, we don't fear God again. We come to church anyhow we want. Because we thought nothing would happen to us. In everything we do on earth here, there's a reward for it. Hallelujah. Amen. There's nothing called ignorance. Before God. Because everything we do on earth here, we will take that in reward. If you go and steal something right now, and they catch you, you can give all excuse. Even when they will release you, they will still punish you before they will leave you. So we have to learn how to fear God. Sometimes when someone is going to sin, the person will walk side and side that no man is watching him or her and the person will sin the person don't fear God that God can watch everywhere God can see everybody when you don't fear God you will be sinning anyhow think that nobody because no man is seeing you you will be sinning you can go and fornicate and come easily and come and clap 
and come and sing. Think that nobody saw you. Because you don't have the fear of God in you. That's why you are doing that. But if you fear God, and you know, and have knowledge in God, that God is watching you, that everything that you are doing on earth here, there's no secret before God. You will fear him. And when you fear him, you don't sin again. When we fear God, sin will reduce in our country. Sin will reduce. When we fear God, evil will not be going on in our churches again. When something belongs to you, I'll not go and touch it. I'm not going to touch it. Because I fear God. Let you fear God in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Proverbs chapter 10, 27. Said the fear of the Lord prolongs days. But the years of the wicked shall shorten. Hallelujah. Until you learn how to fear God, you will die and Hallelujah. Amen. Because we don't steal from anyone. We don't steal from anyone. When you fear God, you don't touch what you're not supposed to touch. Father said, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. But because you don't fear God, you don't only touch the anointed. We don't only touch them. But we all hurt them rather. We push them away. We insult them. We say all kinds of evil things against them. Because we don't fear God. Learn to fear God in your life. For your life to progress. For you to live long on earth here. For you to live long, fear the Lord. When you don't fear Him, death will come and carry you away. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Because you don't fear God, there are people who, if you target, God will not leave you. So, Bible said, don't touch them. But because you don't feel the fear of God is not within you, everything you want to touch, somebody's wife, you want to touch the person. That wife is not your wife. You want to touch the person. You will die early. Learn to fear God. Allow the fear of God to carry your life. Allow him to guide your life. Fear him in everything you do. Hallelujah. Amen. Please read Amen. Say the fear of the Lord tenders life. And he that has his abides shall be satisfied. Or see, 
if you don't fear God, you will never be satisfied. Evil things will be coming. Sickness will be coming. Disease will be coming. Evil will come and meet you instantly. And it will destroy you. Let you fear God. He shall not be visited with he shall be visited with he shall not be visited with evil. Or say Bonnie so if you are able to fear God, evil will not come and visit you because God is fighting for you. God is waiting upon you. He is defending you. He is protecting you. Let you have the fear of God in your life. So that when the enemy comes against you, the spirit can lift up a standard against that demon. But you don't fear God. If that's the fear of God is not within you, there's no defense in your life. Please be on your feet. We are going to pray that God will help us. That God will save us. I'm saying the fear of God. It brings riches. It brings honor. Hallelujah. Amen. For you to have riches and honor, you need the fear of God. That spirit is what you need. So Christ, I will not leave you comfortless. Christ said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will send another man who is the Holy Spirit. And that spirit will help you. Tonight you need that spirit for you to walk in wisdom. For you to walk in understanding. For you to walk in counsel. For you to walk in the fear of God. For you to walk in knowledge. Please lift up your hands. You will tell God the Holy Spirit I need you tonight I can't do it on myself so come and help me I can't walk in my own wisdom come and help me I can't fear you on my own so allow the Spirit to fill me so that I can fear you and walk in knowledge Spirit of God, help us. Man, We need your help. Help us, Help us, Help us, Help us, help us. Manly Holy Spirit, take us The life-giving spirit to fill us, Help us, Holy Spirit, help us. Help us, Help us, help us. Help We need your help. We need your help. La Papa Baba. We need your help, We need your help. Holy Spirit, help us. Baba Baba. 
Bere 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 Ia pabare abare Hapazolo 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 Ia bere 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 Ia pabare abare Ia bere 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 Ia bere bere Rapabababaha Ia bere 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 Ia pabababaha Mapabababaha Zabere bere Ia pabababaha Hapazolo 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 Bale kabaha Hapazolo Ia bere 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 Ia pabababaha Ia pabababaha Hapazolo Ia bere bere Help us, Father. 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 Ia bere 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 Ia bere 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 Help us Help us Help us Vale bere bere Vale bere bere Help us Ia bere bere Help us Ia bere bere Help us Ia bere bere Ia bere bere Ia bere bere Ia bere bere Ia Jesus. They walk in the fear of God. So they were edified. 
They were charged up. God empowered them mightily. Until we walk in the fear of God. Until that spirit came upon us mightily. Our life will not be charged up. You are going to pray and tell God that His Spirit will fall upon you mightily. That your life will be edified. The fear of God should come upon you mightily. That when I'm going to do evil things, your heart will be panting. Your heart, you should be afraid to do evil things. That fear should fill you mightily. Open your mouth and pray that the Spirit of God should take over. Holy Spirit, O Lord, we pray, we lift up prayers, O Lord, for the fear. Holy Spirit, manly Hey, may we be refined, huh? May your spirit, huh? Holy Abadeh, in the name of Jesus. We'll pray the last prayer. Perhaps when the enemy come against us, the Spirit of God will lift up a standard against them. We are going to pray and tell God that any darkness fighting against you, any force of Lucifer coming against your life, against your business, against your marriage, against your children, against your future, against your present now, the Spirit of God will fight against them. The Holy Ghost fire to speak for you. Open your mouth and pray. Father, we lift up prayer. Sale Kababa. Holy Spirit, let us stand up. The lifted Lord. Ye Kelele. Aye. Aye. 
Lift up a standard, lift up a standard against heaven.